Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. I almost forgot who I was. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. <laughs> yes. This is fantastic. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you got for us today, sir? Well, you know what, Ed? What? This is a bit of advice I got from Gidget. Yes. Wag first. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about more about wagging first today on the show, which is called Wag First with Kathy Quinn. Dogs start wagging their tails with delight before they receive a treat. They are great teachers of the wag first and fun follows approach to living. Every great spiritual teacher throughout history encourages us to do the same. Start giving thanks for what we hope to receive and trust that God is working on it now. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to do it doggy style by thanking in advance. (laughs) And during the second segment, dog-loving Kathy Quinn gets our tails wagging with today's daily word, free. Ah. Why don't you tell them a little bit about the whole idea of wag first? Because it really, there's a lot of wisdom in this whole wag first philosophy. Well, because Gidget actually lives with uh, me. Gidget is our dog, a Australian uh, stumpy tail. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's called, an Australian stumpy tail. But they're born with a little stump. They're also considered blue healers. They're cattle dogs from Australia. And she has this little nub instead of a long tail, and that thing moves like a hummingbird's wings. Right. And she starts wagging in anticipation of the good that's about to come. Right. You know, they don't get a treat and then wag. No. They wag first, and then they get a treat. But not only that, have you ever realized that wagging dogs... Yes. Are irresistible. Right, Meaning when you right. see a dog wagging its tail, you don't think, oh, no, I got to run away or, oh, no, problems are about to happen. Right. Which which they're not just wagging. And this, this is why, you know, life is an inside job. Right. And 
whatever we're thinking and feeling, we're vibrating. And that vibration right. doesn't just stay in our body. Right. It starts moving out. Yes. And affecting our circumstances, the people we come in contact with. Right, right. And we're vibrating at this loving, higher, happy, joyful level. Yes. That's what people consider, you know, they refer to it, oh, that guy's got charisma. Right. Well, it's not this unattainable, special, anointed thing that a few people have. Anyone at any time during the day, even listen, if you're listening to this, there are points in your day where... You have a lot of charisma, and it's when we're really happy, right. when we're looking forward to good fortune, right? when we're feeling good and grateful for whatever it is that's on our mind at the time, right? people naturally find us charismatic. Yes. And dogs, when dogs are wagging, I mean, we automatically feel compelled to move toward them, not away from them. Right. Because this type of feeling which begins with gratitude for all that they have and all that what they're about to receive right it is not you know because in certain 12-step programs sometimes it it becomes mistaken that gratitude because a lot of times they go, well make a gratitude list or you should be grateful or think of the things you're grateful for and it starts to sound more like an intellectual exercise. Right, right. But it's not an intellectual exercise. It's not a homework assignment. When we start thinking about the things we're grateful for at any moment, yes, gratitude is not just like this idea of, okay, I'm doing, I'm, I'm being a good person by, you know, I'm being a right, good person because right, right, I'm right. grateful for what I have. It is actually a magnetic force that attracts to yes. us more good to be grateful for. That's that. You tell people that instead of, well, what did you do a gratitude list? It's like, right, <laughs> you tell right. people, listen, man, gratitude is not just like I'm doing my, I'm being a good citizen. You know, right. I'm being a good person because I'm grateful for the little I have. Right, right. You, know? <laughs> you let people know, like I was taught, Listen, man, this is not just like this is not just an exercise to get your mood feeling better. When you practice gratitude as a way of life, yes, gratitude is a magnetic force that yes. attracts more to be grateful for. Matter of fact, um, the Greek philosopher, I don't know if it was Socrates or Plato, it might, I think it's Plato, right, who said, a grateful mind is a great mind. Attracting great things to itself. Wow, I love that. I love that. And uh, the other word is appreciation, which uh, yes, um, I like that word better than even gratitude. And I think it's because of the way gratitude is often like I don't know. It can often have a heaviness associated yes. with like I'm just grateful for this. And that, <laughs> yeah. But appreciation, I mean, it means what it says. It has it's like, feeling. It has feeling, yeah. that word. And it's also uh, appreciation, like when the value of a home in, in appreciates, it, it, it increases, it grows. So yes. When we choose to appreciate things in our in our mentality, in our environment, it, in, our, in our mind, the value of that thing grows. So then we get more like it because now our subconscious minds go, oh, that's what's important to us. And it, yes. that vibration becomes infectious and, mag and magnetic. Because we're always instructing our subconscious mind about what to do, what's important to us. 
And that's what's why sometimes it's difficult because we programmed it a long time ago maybe when we didn't know we were programming it, when we were maybe in a, a situation that was challenging for us or were surrounded by people that were bigger than us and we thought they were God, that the, everything they said was true, or at least we better go along with it because we don't want to get in trouble or yeah. or worse. Yes. So we kind of like bought into it. So now a lot of this is reprogramming our own subconscious mind to value what we want it to value instead of valuing like, oh, I better put my head down and just get this done. Otherwise, that person will be mad at us. Because for me, that was a that was like one of the top priorities when I was younger. And I'm still I'm still working to expunge that belief. But when I replace that by wagging first, wagging first. Also, for many of us, this is like a foreign concept. What is it that makes me because a dog's yes. not going, I'm going to wag my tail like the the dog sees its heart's desire it, yes. and it goes and it just that tail just goes ah that's for me that's for me <laughs> that's know. for me so we need to know it stop a lot of us have to give ourselves permission to even ask ourselves well what is it for me forget ever and we think oh I'm being rude if I say forget about everyone else right now but for when we're not feeling good we have to forget about everyone else and recalibrate our mind to who we really are because that's where God resides within us each one of us as individuals I've been thinking about this a lot all week and that. That God is within me. And I've been taking it very literally like the most important relationship I have is with the inside of myself, with, you know, with who I am. And when I get that straight, like when I've been having challenges this week, I think to myself, I don't think, oh, how am I going to solve the problem as much as what is happy and healthy Eddie thinking right now? What is joyous Eddie? What is wa – I get myself, thanks to what Daryl said, wagging my tail first because – it's so hard to imagine this, but our body actually will respond to a oh, change yeah. in consciousness. But that's just science. It's not. It's hard to conceive when we've been trained to otherwise to believe otherwise. We've, you know, my mind doesn't. But it, it's science. When we change our consciousness, our body has to change as well. You know what? Uh, before we do the breaths, I realized with dogs too. Yeah. They start feeling what they're imagining, and that's what's causing their yeah. tail to wag first. So when they see people, right, and they're they if they're wagging, they're thinking, "Ooh, these people really like me." And right. then what happens? Everyone naturally starts liking them yes. because they see the dog's tail wagging, and the dog is happy. The same thing. These are like spiritual laws that we can even see in nature. I mean, that's. A perfect example of how, well, we got a good reading about how precise these laws are. But I forgot our breaths. Let's do this first. Okay, perfect. Like I feel like, well, <laughs> but I do like what you're saying about when a dog is wagging and getting excited, it can already feel it being pet. It can already yes. taste. It can taste the uh, treats. It can yes. taste that piece of meat or whatever it is. And that's what we're told by Jesus, to pray as if it is already so. And that's really what dogs are doing when they're wagging first. They're all, it's already so. They're already tasting it, feeling it, loving it, and giving that love back to everyone and around what, And them. what happens? They receive exactly as they have asked. Right. And um, see, especially if they have a loyal and loving owner or the whatever a human they live with. And you can even call it, isn't that funny? They referred to Jesus and God as master or Lord. So even if they have yeah, a great master, that's a right. loving master like we all or have. Or what's that called? The shepherd, you know? Yeah. And we do have that. So we don't have to worry. Maybe in our past life, 
or, or in our lives, there's been people who didn't follow through because they were cutting themselves off. They yeah. were afraid they would spoil us if they shared that thing, if they gave us that gift because they were taught that. But God does not think that way. So when we get excited, God is more than excited to deliver life is, you know, the, even in Taoism, that's what it's really about. It's like, stop resisting, go with the flow of yes. life. And, um, uh, yesterday, well, uh, at the time of this recording, which was January 14th in a book called a deep breath of life by Alan Cohen. If you want to read anything we read, go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. We recommend these books for your morning routine. We recommend a morning routine wake up, do some inspired reading, do some meditation, even if it's just sitting, breathing, enjoying your coffee, taking in the beauty of the, your environment, just relaxing into your chair. Yeah, it's a way to start wagging. Yeah, it's a way of getting in the flow with the wag and that with the wag first philosophy. And then affirm the good that you desire. And you're affirm at that point you'll be affirming it from a place of knowing. You're gonna be tasting that treat. You're gonna be feeling that good. So you affirm from that place. And and on January fourteenth, in a deep breath of life. Alan Cohen said, forge a new destiny. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And that's Eleanor Roosevelt. And uh, Alan Cohen, at the end of this, I'm just going to read part of it, says, we can transform our lives by changing the way we think about possibilities. We are prone to picture our future as an extension of our past, but we have no guarantee at all that our future will be anything like our past. The nature of a consciousness shift is the release of an old belief system replacing it with a new and grander one. Just when you think you know it all, life comes along and says, here, let me show you a bigger universe. Thank God we do not know it all. If we did, we'd be in a big trouble for most of what we know has made us small. Be grateful that the universe is willing to make, no, to take away your impotence. What's that? Like Viagra. <laughs> take away your impotence and replace it with magnitude. And then he has an affirmation. I open my mind to the new and the better. I live in a universe far greater than I can imagine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait. It says I am willing to release my expectations based on the past and know a a better future. And I got to tell you uh, just real quick that that part about letting go, because when we face something that maybe in the past we ran away from or we judged ourselves harshly from because we didn't have these tools – when we face it again, it's likely a lot of those same thoughts and feelings are going to be triggered. So rather than we don't really have to face these giants and what we really have to do is realize that we are giants. We have to let go of those old limiting beliefs that told us we were powerless. Yeah, that past thinking that my life is just an ongoing like portion. I got to struggle through forward from this from my current existence is not as powerful as realizing, no, I just need the, I don't need to even be connected to my past. Right. That in an instant through a change of perception where it's more optimistic, more hopeful, more joyful, then my vista becomes a completely new view, a new me. Dude. Instead of like this slow, because we all tend to think, yes. you know, here I am in my same living room, sitting on the same couch. I sure would like to be going. Right. And, but when we're doing that, you know, going further or reaching this desire, even if we're feeling good about making it to a new desire, we tend to be pulling along without realizing yes. that psychically my existence up to this point. Right, And we're saying with the wag first, fun follows philosophy is shake it off. 
shake off the past. Right. Yeah, because a lot of people in the past told us, oh, you got to pull this wagon along with you wherever you go. It's selfish to just, it's Sonny Wagon. <laughs> it's funny, it, it's selfish for you to just think of yourself and do what you want to do. But Abraham Hicks says, what you do is minuscule in comparison to what you choose to think. Because your vibration is so much more powerful and so much more important. That's what you were talking about with yes. the dog's wagging its tail. Its vibration is so powerful. That's the thing we need to change is our vibration. Do you know that little tail is like, you know, it creates a vibration in like even in a physical sense. Right. Isn't that's that, true. That, Especially Gidget's that, that little hummingbird tail. I know. Can you just tell me real quick? You told me the story that, um, who was it? Uh, Reverend Ike shared. About it was from the Bible. Is it, was it about the uh, cricket? Something you, you mentioned oh, the other day. Oh, okay, yeah. It's because sto- it just kind of goes. I think this is an important part of wagging first, because we all often really do have to overcome voices in our head, which yes. are telling us what's the point of wagging, and it kind of like feels like I can't even think of something to wag about, but that we can. Yes, and uh, so it's the story of when Moses tells uh, you know this committee it's in the bible and the committee to go check out the supposed like the promised land right and uh, see if this is the promised land and right right they went out and they came back and a few of them were like this is the land of milk and honey we got to go up there now right but then there was a another part of the contingency that's saying oh no 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 and moses is like what's going on what do you mean because caleb is saying we got to go now you know, this is the right, promised right, land. Right. And that signifies like the hunch in us to do the thing it is we right. want to do or that. Yeah. Or to speak up when we have the nudge to say something. Right. That's what we're talking about. So Caleb's saying, you know, let's take it now. Let's do it now. The other guys are going, oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, it's a land of milk and honey. But the people there, they are like giants in our sight and in our sight. We seem like grasshoppers to them. Right. And that's the key part about that Bible verse. It's not talking about how the giants, the so-called giants, are perceiving me. Right. It's I'm perceiving my problem as un, unachievable, un, uh, uh, impossible to overcome. Right. And I'm casting myself as a tiny little helpless grasshopper. Right. But as soon as we switch, you know, uh, what, what Reverend Ike would say is the affirmation to stop that thinking is, take it now. It's yours. Yes, that's take right. Take it now. It's yours. Right. And gratitude first Wagging first is my go-to because if I think constantly think, oh, I got to overcome this, I got to make this call later. Instead, I got to just throw, you know, start thinking of the things out, things I'm grateful for, things I'm looking forward to doing that are unrelated yes. to that thing. And then what happens? My enthusiasm now starts moving throughout my whole brain. Yes. So we're making that phone call that seemed so, you know, terrifying or. Like right. it was going to be a big deal or what am I going to have to face? To, you know, it starts becoming insignificant. Like, like you know, uh, you just read from Esther Hicks. It starts, it, I am no longer the grasshopper. That situation is no longer a giant right. that'll slay me. 
Because now my enthusiasm, which really in Greek just means to go with God, <laughs> to move with yes, God, yes. or to move with spirit, yes. um, starts seeping into that part, to that area of my life that I was up until this point seeing as unattainable right. or impossible or worse, I'm terrified to do, you know, to follow yeah. through with my part that I know I need to make this right. call or show up. So this stuff, this wag first, fun follows philosophy. I mean, these these things seem silly. And that's another thing that was in this. Um, the same Reverend Ike talk, I wish I knew the name of it. Well, we'll find it but, and put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, but the other thing, because going along with this, he said, he said, God will use the silly to confound the wise. Right. You know, the weak to confound the strong, meaning these easy simple or joyful right or even peaceful and loving thoughts are the ones that are going to accomplish the situation or 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 better yet even transform the situation before even sometimes us doing any action right you know yeah cuz it, it's like plugging in a computer right like when we plug into joy on our or my organs start working, my kidneys, my liver, my everything inside me starts to turn on, and you got to admit, like I, I have to acknowledge lately, when I plug into joy, all these things that where the energy feels stagnant or stuck or there's pain, it all starts to move, and I become yes. a totally different person, because. We are designed to be plugged into God, to joy, to who we truly are, to potential and possibility. We're not supposed to cling. The Bible talks about it. We're not supposed to just cling to what we have and hope we don't lose it by the time we die. We're supposed to share our gifts generously and have more come back to us and prosper in every way because we're we're here to be excited. We're here to enjoy the ride. Yeah, because these ideas, all ideas have a personality. And when I start yes. casting myself in a, right. in a, you know, uh, lesser than who I really am. Right. Like I start thinking I'm at a disadvantage or I got to right. overcome this or I'm a victim or why me? I feel my whole personality become that. Yes. And But the good news is once I start affirming what's true, and, you know, we're not really talking about, you know, this is a hard thing to reprogram the mind no, for the better. No. It was actually harder for us all those years to program it for bad. Right. Because when we start thinking thoughts of optimism, hope, faith, love, happiness, joy, prosperity, and success. Right. We're cooperating with laws that are already existing. Yes. And we're cooperating with the positive flow of life. Yes, this is so exciting. You want to do ponder and then the breaths? Yeah, and, let's and do on the breaths. Yeah, we're going to ponder so good. There's a great book called Open Your Mind to Receive by Catherine Ponder. I actually just bought a copy from um, Unity of the West Side yesterday. Daryl already had two copies, but it just spoke to me and it's perfect for the show. All right, here it is. If you have the book, this may or may not be on your copies, page 48, but here we go. God wants you to be what you want to be. In your quiet thinking, select your future, accept it as normal for you, and then expect it to happen. That's faith, folks. Yes. Expecting it to happen is faith. Yes. I had someone tell me, you shouldn't have expectations. I go, anything good comes from expectation, expectation of, yes. of healing, expectation yes. of joy. I mean, without expectation, we're just a piece of meat watching TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. And expecting what the TV's telling us. Yeah. 
So give thanks that the... Oh, okay, I'm going to read it real quick now. God wants you to have what you want to be in your quiet thinking, select your future, accept it as normal for you, and then expect it to happen. Give thanks that the ways and means to bring it to pass are already in action. Yes. You are always picturing something because it is the function of your mind. Which is exactly what you just said. Don't don't fool yourself into thinking you're not gonna you're gonna ever get to a place through meditation or somewhere you're not gonna expect and you're always out picturing yes. things. That's what we're here to do. Well, and here to just to drive it home, uh, Catherine Ponder got a letter from a businessman in response to him ap- trying out this method of faith. Yes. You know, this practical application of right. thank wag first and fun follows. Yes. And he said, I have been a tool and machine designer most of my life and dealing in mathematics and cold facts. There is nothing of much use to me if it does not work. I have found and proven to myself that having unshakable faith, a definite purpose or desire, and the willingness to abide with these principles, plus the faith that God will work all things out for your good, is just as sound a formula as any mathematical chemical or physical law. We do not stop to figure out why two plus two equals four every time we want it to work when we want to work a mathematical problem. We accept it with unmistakable faith. We also have to accept the laws of life the same way. Yes. And just remember, whatever way you want to pray, because we had another reading about this, but the, the gist of it is, Whatever works for you, whatever inspires you, whatever connects you with God within yourself, power, love, joy, your health, who you naturally are, that's what works. God is always listening. And this is a great – so this takes us to our three breaths because this – the whole beauty of this unity movement – and Terry McBride talked about this because even within unity, you're going to find people who say, oh, you know, you can't – you know, you better learn to accept that illness or you – you know, and and of course at, at some level you want to not fight it. But you do have the power within you to affirm your good yes. and do so somewhat relentlessly with joy. I think um, be a stubborn optimist, as Mitch Busk would say. Yeah, these laws, I mean, these these principles are not so we can endure life. Right. These principles are here for us to grab a hold of so we transform life. That's right. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So let's take a deep breath here. Let's do this, and then we'll yeah. together we'll, at the after at the very end we'll throw in this. Okay, ready? Yeah. Ah, when my joy is sagging, I start wagging. Ah, when my joy is sagging, I start wagging. Ah, when my joy is sagging, I start wagging. Ah. Bow wow wow yippee oh yippee bow wow yippee oh yippee bow wow wow yippee oh bow wow yippee oh yippee Coming up next, dog loving Kathy Quinn gets our tails wagging with today's daily word free. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called Wag First with Kathy Quinn, who will be coming up in a minute. We have a couple quick readings to start off the segment. What do you have for us, Daryl? This is from the Daily Word, November 25th of 2021. Yes. And it's thankful. And uh, listen to this, folks. Gratitude is a way of life, a commitment I make to find the good in all situations, to focus my attention on those things I wish to see manifest. Yes. As I express gratitude for everything I have and everything I hope to receive, I open the door to abundant blessings. Very nice. And then another one from Esther Hicks, a.k.a. Abraham Hicks says, if you knew everything was really all right and that it always has a happy ending, then you would not feel trepidatious about your future. Everything is really so very all right. If you could believe and trust that, then immediately everything would automatically and instantly become all right. And I'm telling you, I can feel it lately. My organs respond joyously to the – because I have – Learn from the best, Mama B, in the past, to worry and fear and doubt. And that song, it really just it stops the flow of life in me with that fearful. But when I start wagging first, because I don't know how, but somehow it's all working out in my favor, yes. everything inside me comes to life. And um, we want to take some moment now to thank our listeners who love wagging first. Thank you for all the mail and the... The um, sending things to our P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Uh, that's funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Check out our website, DarylAndEd.com. You can find a reading list and everything else we do there. We don't harvest emails or anything, but you can uh, peruse that. Uh, there's some videos and things. We also want to thank the chief engineer. This guy's so helpful. We love him. He's been. Uh, he, he's actually the one who built the station at yes. Unity uh, for Unity Online Radio. We've had the pleasure of doing a couple episodes from Unity Village. We recommend visiting there if you ever have an opportunity to. But his name's Jeff Comfort, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. All right, and we have another tool here which is called Silent Unity, a.k.a. the prayer line. This is a great way to get wagging first because sometimes it's not easy to get myself wagging first, but when I call someone else who's already wagging, it encourages me to wag first. So the number is 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They have a app, the letter U, the word pray. It's free at the App Store. You could type in your prayers or just push one button to call them. If you're afraid to talk to someone in that moment or you don't have time to, you can even press 2 when you call and you'll hear a pre-recorded prayer. The key, there's something about hearing another voice, whether it's through a podcast like this or discovering Eric Butterworth or a Reverend Ike video or an Eric Butterworth talk or whatever you listen to or read. Hearing someone else helps me realize I'm not crazy for thinking this way when I hear someone else who's just as inspired about it. And Silent Unity is a great tool to talk to someone who will just – 
They don't ask for anything in return, although they will send you a letter or an email, an affirmative letter or email if, if you so desire. But they will pray with you for 30 days. They've been praying over there for over 125 years, yep. fully prayer conditioned. You will feel better when you call Silent Unity at 800-669-7729 or get their app, the letter U, the word pray. That brings us to the Daily Word. Ooh, Daryl just read one. We, we both subscribe. We're... Um, we uh, we get the paper versions as long as well as the digital version, and Daryl like just proved because some people think, how do you guys do such great research uh, for the show? And the funny like, how, where did that one come from? That, that word that was like stuffed in. I think I guess I tore this out and threw it in my little journal. Okay, so, so it was in never, my journal, right? And I really believe life gives Daryl and I these readings, not so that we can stay healthy and happy and sober minded and live the good life. So. Um, yeah, so the Daily Word is a great way to have a daily reader as part of your morning routine and throughout your day just to reconnect with these principles. And speaking of reconnecting with these principles, we have a, a, a former guest on the show coming back, someone who practices these things and loves them, these principles and this way of being just as much as we do, our good friend Kathy Quinn. How are you? I am so well, and I wanted to say that I really – appreciate you having me on the show today. Hey. So uh, <laughs> having listened to the loved, first, go ahead. I, I loved your, your example of a house appreciating it increases in value. Love mm. that. Yes. Yes. It's a very, I think I heard it maybe even from Wayne Dyer or something a long time ago talking about what appreciation means, but it really does it, when when Daryl and I find the real meaning of words and why they're used, it can be so helpful for when we need when we're feeling stuck and we want to, um, you know, affirm something for ourselves. Is there anything else that's coming that you want to share after having listened to the first segment? Well, you know, when you're talking about uh, anticipating, you know, good things and how dogs' tails start to wag, I immediately thought of my dog Minnie. Mm -hmm. When I walk in the door. Our alarm makes this doo-doo sound, and so she'll be in another room, and all of a sudden I'll hear thump, 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 <laughs> and it's her tail banging on the bed because she's anticipating me coming in, and of course I go behind her, and then we do the whole loving up thing, and, and it's, 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 it's just the best, you know, and, and she lets me know where she is. Well, and there another what? thing I... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Daryl. No, well, an another thing that 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 uh, really jumped out at me, um, thinking about smiling, and I believe there's scientific research that tells that talks about that the muscles that we use, the muscles in our face that we use to smile, actually feed our brain in a positive way. And just in smiling, you can make yourself more joyful. No, that's one hundred percent correct. That yes. is so true. Yeah. When you were talking about. Seeing your dog coming home, um, it made me realize, too, you know, this is how it's not just affecting the dog. It affects everything. And this is the lesson we all need to learn from the dog and from nature and from these principles right. is when you're not feeling well and your dog sees you and their tail is wagging, you don't kick the dog you start feeling better. <laughs> right. But yeah. isn't it ironic yeah. how when a human being, we tend to think as human beings, oh, no, you know, 
it's not feeling well. So I be, I better not joke with him. I better right. I better I better act sympathetic right. because um it's it's not it's not right you know or so and so is at the hospital. I better not be too happy because that's, right. that's that's disrespectful. No, it's disrespectful not to be happy because just yeah. like the dog, we're vibrating and giving off. When the dog is wagging, we start feeling better because we're accepting the healing radiation from the dog. The, or as you can, you know, good vibes. Right. The good vibration. Yeah. Well, as human beings, we get this weird idea that it's somehow disrespectful to show our enthusiasm for living yes. in certain arenas where it's needed the most. Right. That's right. And that's actually the meaning of the blind leading the blind because sympathetic means... We are matching the vibration of something in our environment, and that's what like sympathetic notes are in music. It's so if we really want to help that person, and if that person really does want to be helped, then our best thing, like you just said, and like which you're very good at, is to continue to vibrate in joy and power and op- optimism and possibility. And if they're not, you know, willing or ready to accept it at that moment, that's fine. But our and it can feel. A little bit like sacrilegious, like you've said, we've talked about in the past, to wag first when all this stuff is going on. But encouraging people to feel powerless and afraid is not love. It's no. not. It's, it can be um, the sort of common – what do you call that? Uh, common sense can be – can dictate that that's what we should do. We should all put our head down and feel um, bad together. Yeah. But all that does is keep us stuck. So I was thinking about that. If we're like laying in our house and we're not feeling well – that's fine to stay home and rest, but why wallow in negativity? And Because for me, when I'm not feeling well, the thing that really feels bad is my mind tends to be dwelling in past negativity. Yes. Or in Ernest Holmes actually taught me in Science of Mind that colds and sinus things like that are demonstrations that we are ha- we have inharmonious relationships with ourselves, with, with others, with things in our lives. And I have found that that is true. And so if I will mm. treat... For my mind and reestablish harmonious relationships within myself, nothing to do with even having to reach out to everyone. But if I will establish the awareness and reset all of the relationships in my mind as harmonious, I have healed so much faster from so many things related to like colds and sinuses by addressing that. And that's exactly what we do when we wag first. We're resetting ourselves to our inner. The kingdom of God is within and we're resetting to that. You just you got to yeah. read that thing from Emmett Fox because you th- this goes perfect with what you just said. Ed actually, Ed brought a book, something like we'll just grab books that we think we might or might not read. But Ed just brought this to read to me, and now after what he just said, this is the perfect um, reinforcement that what we're sharing with everybody is indeed cooperating right. with God. All right, yeah, from January fourteenth in uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, I'll just read a few lines where he says. He's talking about the seven main aspects of God as he sees it. And he says, God is love. That's the name of this reading. And it says, there's no condition that enough love will not heal. It says, where there is fear, there cannot be love. Where there is fear, there cannot be love. The best way to rid yourself of fear is to realize divine love. If you love God more than you love your microbe, your sickness, your grievance, your lack, or your fear, you will be healed. It says to realize God as love is the remedy for fear. And remember, this is an internal process. You have to, if you want to know if that, like our minds might argue it, but if you will sit 
and in your own mind, I have to say this for myself, and I've been doing this over the last week because I've been teaching in a public school where people are students. Half my students haven't been showing up. All this fear and all this is coming, you know, going on. Our schools are being canceled next week. But in order to stay afloat, I've just like really been taking it to heart. The kingdom of God is within me. And the most important thing is for me to stay connected and in alignment with that. So try it yourself. Whenever something's yeah. going on that feels disharmonious, scary, sickness, whatever, sit and see and affirm. Because the beauty of these things that we're sharing is their principles. They don't change. Our mind might go all over the place and tell us all. Uh, our mind can be programmed to believe anything, anything. But our feelings will let us know yes. when we are in tune with the truth. And when we get in tune, and when I get in tune with this truth that God is divine love, every th- I become a totally different person than I was before I had that realization. It's not like a little improvement. It's I become a totally new person living in a new world. So I recommend it. Wow. Yes. So yes, and that's the. I mean, that's the thing. That's the issue. Like, you can't have fear and love, and they, they can't coexist because one is looking at a totally different world than the other one. Like Daryl described in the Reverend Ike Bible thing, one the fearful voices they're giants and they're going to eat us like locusts or whatever. We're tiny to them and we're going to get eaten. The joyful inspiration, the wagging tails, like oh, I can't wait to meet these new people. Yes. You know, like look how big they are. This is going to be fun. You know, it's. We can't have both. You can't serve two masters. A house divided itself is going to fall. It's just science that we, we get to choose. That, that immediately brought to mind for me joyful anticipation. Yes. Yeah, that's the secular you know? definition of faith. Yes. Yes. I must, you know what? I must have written that down somewhere at some point, Daryl. You've probably said that to me because... Uh, that was in my immediate response when I was listening to Ed. <laughs> it really is the game changer, and it changes our whole personality. Yes. And like, like Ed was saying, there's no denying if we're listening to our feelings, which we cannot help but to feel, we know where, what direction our thoughts are going. And yes. when our thoughts are cooperating with, I, I wrote this down in my in my uh, I journal. Wrote, in my journal this morning. That's another thing about your morning routine. It's helpful if you have something inspired or oh, thoughts to write them down. I actually wrote this down before I read that Esther Hicks because I look at I do my morning routine before I look at emails before right, I right. pick up the phone. I wrote everything in my life is working out for good. Hmm. Now that is the truth. Everything yes. in my life is working out for good. Everything has a happy ending. To think otherwise, I'm I'm just putting myself at a disadvantage for no re- good reason. And because as within, so without, we get what we expect. We don't necessarily mm-hmm. always get what we pray for or what we wish for, but we will always get what we expect. And this is the law, this is the truth that'll set you free, because hopefully it'll wake you up and go, oh, wait a minute. If this is the truth, then I should start cooperating with thoughts of health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, money, and start encouraging others to do the same, because then we'll receive more of that. And, you know, like Ed was saying, you know, a house doesn't just appreciate for no reason. 
True. Mm-hmm. Everything we appreciate appreciates. Neighborhoods aren't just, ooh, that's a ritzy neighborhood for no reason. Boy, they're, they're lucky. No, everyone there appreciates that neighborhood. Everyone there appreciates their lawn and their, and their neighbors and their police force. And that's why that neighborhood goes up in value. It's that simple. It's like anything, anything, everything. But the best truth of all is it begins psychologically in my mind. Yes. Meaning, like the re- Esther Hicks thing we read in the, be- in the beginning. The vibration, the thoughts I think that are of appreciation and the vibration it puts throughout my body is going to do more to bring all my good about than all the hours spent in busyness or forcing it or arm twisting or pushing and shoving. That the most important thing, and that's why it says, you know, go in the closet, shut the door, and start daydreaming. Not go in there and have nightmares. Start daydreaming (laughs) of your good fortune. And you'll start feeling it. And that feeling is the vibration. That's wagging first. Yes. You know, one of the reasons I do my morning routine before I check emails or listen to voicemails or check my text messages or whatever is one of the things in my morning routine is, and I think I've sent these to you before, Daryl, are the affirmations that I do, you know, and it starts with affirmations about good health. You know, every day in every way, I'm getting healthier and healthier. Every cell in my body is healthy and radiates health and, you know, and it goes on for there and and from there and you know uh talk about you know what a beautiful day it's going to be or or you know whatever i expect you know i know i'm going to receive and so i want to put out into the universe that which i want and what i want is joy joyfulness you know um and and my 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 breath exercises it's you know breathing joy you know, uh, breathe out sorrow and, and, you know, breathe in happiness, breathe out sadness or whatever it is. I always breathe in the positive and breathe out the negative, you know, because I'm expelling that. from Yes. My body. Because I... that sets me up for for success for the day. Wow. Well, can I tell you a dirty little secret? Let's hear it. Sure. This morning I saw a quote. I don't know if it was from Emerson Thoreau, but it's, you know, one of these great guys. It could have been William James. I, but it's one of the you know the people that we love to get their quotes because they're always kick you upstairs quotes. Right, right. Mm. So basically said, you know, realize, you know, every day realize that today is go- is the best day of your life. So I wrote down in my book, today is the best day of my life. But ex- I go, I don't know, should I be writing this? Because does that mean I won't have another? And I had to go, Daryl, no, because it's always today. You'll have a better right. today, even tomorrow. Yeah. So I really had to, because of this negative programming, it's I like, it. yes. if I write today's the best day of my life, right. am I going to ruin it? Like, what if I want a best day when I'm 80? What if I want a best day? <laughs> right, right. So then I wrote, uh, so right after that, I wrote, today's the best day of my life. And I wrote, I realized I expect it. I realized I expected and imagined little because that made me realize I'm talking about myself now 
in the future. So this is like at the end of the day recap. I'm already writing because oh, I had I love that because I had that fear. Yeah. So I wrote today is the best day of my life, and now just imagine Daryl later on tonight. This is what I would be saying to myself. I realized I expected and imagined little compared to the big happy surprises that are mine today. New vistas, new expanse. I love my ever-expanding and prospering life. And I wrote, today I choose the lighter, brighter way. With my hand in God's, everything is easy and delightful. Ooh. Wow. But I had to reassure myself with that. Yeah, no. (laughs) When you uh, shared that, it really, like, a light bulb went off in me. I told, I think I shared last week, I've been using this Abraham Hicks uh, recommendation where you t- put like a T chart on your, on a page and you write satisfied on one side and unsatisfied on the other. And I tried it for some reason. It came in my head or I listened to something and it, it you know, like all of a sudden it's a, I, you know, I've heard it a million times, but I was like, I'm going to try that right now. So I did it in my car and what happened was I wrote the one, there was like one thing really that was unsatisfying. It was and my mind was you know, like perseverating on that one thing. And then I started listing all the things that I'm actually satisfied about. And it just changed my whole perception of, of things. And because I realized there's only this tiny little thing, but like the people in the Bible, I was making it into a giant. And when you were just talking about that again, it made me realize that I have a voice right now that's really resistant to a lot of different things that are changing for the better in my life. But all it is is a little voice. I'm the one who's making it into a giant, making it a big deal. What if it never changes? Is this going to hold me back from my good forever? It's not. It's like sometimes it's really good to just admit, okay, I got this funny little voice again, and he's acting up, and he's eh, he's like in the cartoons. Remember that little? What was it, like an ant underneath that uh, glass? You know what I'm talking about? There's like a cartoon that they put an ant inside of a little cu- under a glass cup or something. And he's going, yeah. he's jumping yes. up and down, <laughs> and that's what I, it's like. Some reason. I got somewhere in my past, I let that little annoyed ant jump up and down and yell and let believe that that was going to stop my good from happening. Thank God we have these principles where we keep reconnecting with this awareness that God never, God's not saying, oh, Ed, screw it, your whole life's done. You know, you're not going to get those things because that little voice doesn't believe. It never works that way. But what does work is it's the show is smooth, um, going along very quickly. We need to read the Daily oh, yeah, Word. Oh, yeah, got to read the Daily Kathy Word. Quinn. Actually, Kathy's got to oh. read the Daily Word. We're just chatting up a storm. I know, I love it. Okay. Today is, as I express my divinity, I am unbound. The truth of my existence is spiritual. Although I am fully human with a body, mind, thoughts, and feelings, I'm also fully divine. When I claim this truth, nothing can take my freedom from me. Nothing can bind me to any thought of limitation. I remember I am made in the image and likeness of God. My experience of life is what I choose to make it. What joy, what freedom I have as a child of God. Today I set an intention to know spiritual freedom through my awareness of oneness with all that is. As I rejoice in this feeling, I discover I can be in the world but not of it. I am always free to choose my responses. The world's affairs are but a reminder to pray, affirming that spirit is in and through all things. And then the quote is, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. That's John 8.32. Wow. Well, thank you, Kathy, for helping us to know the truth and joining us on the show today. Give our love to Robert, please. 
Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I am so grateful to be here today. And hang on the line because we have a quick story for you here, and uh, we're going to wrap up the show in the next two minutes, but please stay on the line while we do. Absolutely. This story goes like this, and I forget where we found it, maybe in an old Culver City News. Kathy Quinn adopted a dog that could not stop begging for baths. It got so hard to keep up with it that Kathy called the shelter to find out what was going on. The worker answered and asked Kathy how she could help her. Kathy replied, the dog I adopted will not stop begging to take baths. She loves it. However, it's getting tiring because she's relentless in her begging and barking for a bath. The worker put Kathy on hold while she reviewed the paperwork. After a few minutes, she returned. Aha, I see the problem. Kathy was excited. What is it? Well, um, your dog is a shampoodle. So bad. <laughs> oh, just in the nick of time, Enzo, the, the FedEx feline, is dragging in a bit of mail. Yes, and it's from <laughs> Catherine Powell, who is on the show. Uh, We're off the leash with Catherine That's right. Powell. It says, Dear Daryl and Ed, it was a very special treat for me to be with you guys on your Christmas Day show. Thank you for having me. Not surprisingly, I felt extra inspired ever since. I received the off-the-leash sketch. Thank you. I have it on my bulletin board at work and will cherish it. Happy New Year to do to two very special people. We also want to say thank you to Elizabeth Owens, Gregory Novak, and Rachel Gallant for joining us on the Facebook Live. Everyone else can as well. Oh, it's on our fan page on Facebook. Oh, who's the look at you? Who's oh, this hello, cherub? <laughs> oh, cherub! I mean, Ellen John, you look a little cheruby. Yes, well, I've been putting on a little pounds now ever since I moved into uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I got a great song to finish the show, so let's just get into it. Are these the original lyrics? Original lyrics. Okay. I'm still wagging, wagging. even after <laughs> all I did. Looking like a true survivor, wagging like a little kid. I'm, I'm still, still wagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links Kathy to everything. Queen, we love you. Jeff Covert. And, as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and on Unity Online. I'm still wagging. Even after all I did, looking like a true survivor, wagging like a little kid, I'm still wagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 